Welcome to the family with our special guest, Brian Layton from GB Layton. And Andy Rampernard. And me too. Doug's not here yet. Where the hell is Doug? I have no idea. I Doug's always he's here in. on time. Yeah. Usually I walk in and he's waiting outside the unlocked doors. So I don't know <laughs> what the hell this is all about. Anyway, we'll be right back. Kick things off to family. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President at North American Banking Company. And I'm Mike Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company, Bradley's partner. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we provide a unique experience for our business banking customers that can't be found at the big banks. Our customers appreciate our high-touch, high-tech approach where they get all the benefits of working with a local bank. Our team will get to know your business and its unique challenges while still offering all of the online and mobile banking options you will find at the big banks. Also, when your business banks with North American Banking Company will be working with an experienced team of lenders who know this marketplace and will be ready to help your business capitalize on any opportunity or solve any problem. You add it all up, North American Banking Company is a better banking experience. <clears throat> Excuse me, you uh, do mind if I jump in here? Well, Tommy, if you feel the need, go ahead. <sighs> Amateurs. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. Tommy, it's quiz time. Ooh, I love quiz time. Let me guess. Breck called and they want their diploma back. Easy. I earned that fair and square. In fact, it's right... Ah, well, look what you made me do. Sorry. So what's the question? So you've heard about the new car inventory shortages, right? Yeah, you've mentioned it about a million times. Guess how many 2021 Rogues we have in stock at Burnsville Nissan and Coon Rapids Nissan? Mm, seven. Close. The actual number is 209. A lot of Nissan dealers are really low, but we're in good shape for the next month or so. So there's no reason to hurry? That's not great messaging. How about don't dawdle? There's a word you don't hear often there, Monty Burns. Yeah, funny. Anyway, the all-new 2021 Rogue is a great vehicle, and we're lucky enough to have a bunch. We've got great leases, and they all come with Walzer Care, which is a 10-year warranty for free. But wait, there's more. Read this. Coon Rapids Nissan and Burnsville Nissan want your trade and will give you an extra $1,000. That's pretty cool. Go to Coon Rapids Nissan or WalzerNissan.com for details. So, yeah, Doug, you were disparaging Catholics. What was it again? <laughs> God dang fish eaters. Fish eating sons of bitches. Yeah, you know, that didn't go over. You know, to this day, and it's very... By the way, Brian Layton, our very special guest in studio, G.B. Layton, of course, Doug Sprinthal, the, 
What are you called again? Super fabulous. Oh, that's yeah, that's super a, that's fabulous. This week, yeah. Yes, that's I forgot. Yeah, no question about it. What are you gonna do? But in any case, we we're just talking about the Basilica Block Party's coming back in September, which is great news. I was talking to Brian Layton about hey, you can get to back getting back on stage now that uh, we've gotten through COVID. Or are we through COVID, or are we kind of through COVID? We're just kind of through it, I think. Just kind of through, yeah. kind of through COVID. I, I think, think so. I mean, there's still people out there wearing masks and stuff, but I'm kind of oh, yeah. over it. Where was I last night? Everybody was aware. Oh, I, I had a doctor's appointment yesterday. I went to the doctor's office. Yeah. And they're still wearing masks. Yeah, so Look I started. What did to me? I started. Uh, what the hell's that? <laughs> oh, you big baby. Sugar did all the way, man. It didn't even hurt. And then I look at my arm this morning. It's like, where the hell did that bruise come from? I remember I got a shot yesterday. So I started PT last week for my back surgery. It's going really well, but, uh, but every you place you go, ass. all you, the medical thing. Well, tough I'm going to tell you a funny story. Okay, Lighten up, Francis. <laughs> so I'm driving my wife's car, and I go to the door, and it's like, oh, shit, i got to get a mask. So the only oh, one in yeah. the car is hers, and it's got, like, paisley flowers on it. Of course it does. <laughs> I like, the, I like the ones with the big grins. I do like those. Those are eer, those are eerie looking, man. Those yeah, are, that's what the yeah. Mexican drug cartel killers. Yeah, that's, that's a good that's point. Not, actually, it's a very very book. good point. I got to just bring up. We we don't talk a whole lot of politics on this show, and I haven't been talking any politics <clears throat> at all. Well, we have for months. Well, for months we haven't heard weeks. Mm. But I did maybe week. You know what I honest to God loved about the summit between Biden and Putin. I absolutely love the fact. What's the first thing he does? It shoves it right up our ass with the, you know, the January 6th thing was really horrible. It's like, shut up, oh, you geez. little weasel. Vladdy. Oh, you Vladdy. He goes right after January 6th. It's like, in other words, he got pissed off at Trump, so he's going, you know, I don't have a dog in this fight, whatever. I, look, I don't think they should have burned our cities down, and I certainly don't think they should have attacked the Capitol. Don't get me wrong. But Putin just jumped all over that date, baby. He's like, oh, January 6th. Yeah, really? Well, imagine trying to tell Russians how horrible something like that was, where, you know, suffering and violence was their life for the past 600 years. Yeah. You know what's funny about that, Andy, is that a lot of speculation is that's the reason he brought it up. Because, like, don't even think you're doing that here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> don't even think of attacking the capital in Russia, oh, baby. God, no. They'd all be dead. They'd kill every <laughs> one of them, wouldn't they? I, I like know. the fact that they still poison people. It yeah, they poison Nineteenth so century. Well, let's poison them. <laughs> and they just was that guy. There was a guy in London. I remember a couple yeah. of years ago. He just poisoned. I the guy just him dropped and yeah. it. It's like what the and hell? And I read about it. They put it on the door handle to his apartment. Yeah. It yep. sounds like yep. really nineteenth century. Absolutely, he they, poisoned him. They poisoned him on his own doorknob. <laughs> God, honest to God, I just what I generally do, Brian, is I sit down and I look at the headlines of the day, and it's like you know they're talking about the voting law compromise, they're talking about AOC, you know they're threatening one another now, and they're, the GOP are threatening one another now, and it's like nobody can get along right now. No one is. And then of course the governor of Texas comes on and goes, "We're going to build our own wall." <laughs> Did you know they're going to build their own wall in Texas? They should I, I wall off that. every state. Yeah, they should just wall every off. Every state has a state-shaped wall around it, and then no one's allowed in or out ever again. I was thinking of going to Hudson, but they wouldn't let me through the wall. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been phenomenal. One of our listeners wants to know who's going to Mazatlan, Mexico on January 22nd through the 29th in 2022. <laughs> yeah. What? Let's go. Yeah, we go every year. We we, we didn't well, go last year. But, yeah, yeah we but we, we take a trip down there every year. Uh, 
This yeah, next year is gonna be January twenty second, twenty ninth, Mazatlan, Mexico. Twenty second through the twenty ninth. So you take the whole band down there and play. We take the whole band really? and then yeah, about one hundred and twenty people went last year. And so it's gonna be nice and freezing yeah. here and nice and non freezing. Oh, it's there. beautiful down there. There you go. Just beautiful. The Mazatlan. How far is that from here? Uh, it's about a four hour flight. Four hour flight. Yeah. So Before it's like I the southern be. tip of Mexico then? No, it's it's above Puerto Vallarta. Oh. Huh. So it is, okay. Yeah, I wouldn't but, think that would be such a long flight. I mean, well, like compared to, like Florida's only three hours, and you'd think Florida's farther away than Mexico. Yeah, it? I don't know the way they fly, maybe. I don't know, they, you know, hmm. cut down and then cut over the Gulf and then over. Well, so. they'll have to fly over the border now. Yeah, yeah they they go over the wall. wall. Yeah. Get, get a little higher. Get over Infinitely the wall. high a wall. They have to go through the holes in it. I wonder how far, how long the flight would be between like uh, West Palm Beach and Mazatlan. That'd probably not like, very. Probably two and a half hours. Yeah, something yeah like that. right. Might have to come and see. I'll yeah. be down there then. I'll we be down there in January. And it's Joe from Louisville. And I'll look that flight. Joe up from Louisville. What's happening, Pally? Oh, nothing much. Just uh, calling up the Seahawks and rub, ruin Doug's day today. Well, you already ruined mine, so you may as well ruin his too. You know what's Why going not? on? So you're, you're not working. You're getting you're getting paid. Life is good, huh? Yeah, you see the pictures I sent y'all. I did see those. So he it. sent Dang. us uh, pictures. Uh, me and Passolt and a bunch of people of. Joe builds uh, uh, Fords down in Louisville, and it's the race. Is it the racetrack down there? It's just like thousands yeah, of pickup trucks that are almost completely oh. built, except they don't have chips for them. Oh, so they're just sitting God. in the field. That'll be painful, man. Looking at that, we can't sell any engine, of these. The microchip for the engine module and the transmission module. Who needs really? the only thing that's missing from these trucks? Just go back to manual so transmission. So you can still sit yeah. in them and make out with girls. You know? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Build the drive-through around it. Right. There you I go. Mean, most guys don't actually haul anything in a pickup truck. That is very true. By the way, Joe, I really appreciate your text at the beginning of the morning show this morning. What kind of fresh hell coming forward on the morning show this morning? <laughs> well, there's plenty of fresh hell. Actually, everybody, I, I, I did issue an edict uh, on Wednesday. Yeah, yesterday. It was Wednesday. There was a new edict. I said, if anybody shows up in this show and they're crabby, get the hell off the show. I'm so you weren't on? It anymore. <laughs> well, then you should be off the show every day. Then you should be off the show every day. Both you and Dougie attacked me at the same time. You couldn't hear each other because you were too busy attacking me. Poor baby. You know what else when happened? said this. <laughs> then Doug said. So what else is happening, Joe? Not a whole hell of a lot. You want to go to Mazatlan with me in the end of January? Uh, I wish I could. You can't do it? No chips? I can't afford that kind of money. Huh? Yeah. The sooner, what if they come up with chips? You might be able to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a great interview. I doubt they're going to be able to come up with any kind of chips. You don't they think... They just... Uh, it's not looking like it. Well, they just released the rent of Xbox Series X games to GameStop. One day only at games uh, yesterday, in fact, gone. Because they all had chips in them. Yeah, every, well, everybody bought them. They yeah, couldn't produce enough of them to. Yeah, there's there's basically all electronics use the same basic kind of chip. Sure. So anything like a brand new console release, they're not going to be able to make enough of them. They can't make the cars. You know, they can't really make. Any of that kind of stuff right now. This boating forum that I'm on, a guy posted a sister got killed 
at a GameStop out in oh, California. The, God. Uh, they were arguing over, and she had put money down on it, and this guy tried to take it from her, and he mm. shot her. Jeez. Oh. He shot Probably her? Probably a relative of the guy that shot the, the food clerk for the mask deal. Oh, yeah, for the mask deal, yeah. <laughs> Wear a mask, no, and shoot and kills her. <clears throat> what the hell is, what is wrong with people? We don't have enough guns. We need more. Yeah. If we had more, that's, this wouldn't happen. If everybody had a gun, it wouldn't happen either. That's the other part. Either none or all. That's right. <laughs> Clearly the middle, middle is not working. Yeah, the middle is not working. You're absolutely right about that. But uh, I don't know, Joe. So so what you're saying is they release, they put a bunch of chips in, in games but not vehicles? What the hell is that? Well, God, rotating who gets them. Yeah. Well, can we figure this out? What is the problem here, Joe? Why can't they fix this? No manufacturers. Why not? That's a good question. Maybe we should start a chip business. <laughs> chip oh, manufacturers. Let's put it this way. Um, nobody wants to go back to work. That's a big Our part of it. Out oh, here is sure. Giving yeah. people an incentive to go back to work. Um, you're going to get, I think you said, $1,000. For two uh, over the period of two weeks to get you be off the money from the count from the state going back to work. Who's doing that? Our governor. So I have to pay you to go back to work now. Okay. Hmm. Well, they're paying them not to work. I know they're paying them That's not the to thing. work. Well, it's because they want them and to vote. Every, there's jobs all over the place. There are places that are offering bonuses. There's one job's offering a $2,500 bonus over the period of a year for people to come work for them. Amazon's looking for people up the wazoo. They want, they're offering $1,000. Now, Joe, you got to admit, and Brian, I think you've heard about this, but I, if you haven't, I just love the fact that uh, Jeff Bezos is going out into space and over 10,000 people have now emailed and said, don't come back. <laughs> you can go to outer space, but you can't come back. <laughs> I love that. Over 10,000 people have already signed it, which is just... I know terrific. he's a hell of a businessman, but he kind of looks like a dick, doesn't oh, he? he? I guarantee you he's a dick. Yeah. Guaranteed that guy's a massive pain. Because none of it's his idea. That's what I love about that whole thing. First of all, it was Montgomery Ward's idea to come out with a catalog. I thought it was Sears. But no, I... Sears stole it from Montgomery Ward. Oh, did Ward. they really? Yes, absolutely. Way to go, Sears. Oh, and the warehouse uh, warehousing in Chicago. They patterned that after Montgomery Ward, too. Okay. So Sears stole all of Montgomery Ward's ideas and then apparently got so arrogant when it came time to go digitally. went, no, no, we got a, we've got a uh, catalog with underwear in it. We'll be fine. <laughs> That was a big thing in 1969, I hate to tell oh, you. Oh, God, yeah. That was the year I graduated. Well, I was supposed to graduate high school. I never graduated, <laughs> but I was supposed to graduate from high school in 69. But, yeah, it was kind of interesting as a little boy, like 11, 12, 13 years old, I was like, Mom, did we get our Sears catalog? Right. Yeah, <laughs> right. Women wearing underwear. <laughs> what? You don't want to watch or read highlights anymore? Did no. you read highlights as a kid? No, I did not. Oh, didn't read you? It. No, God, no. It was a kid's magazine. There's nothing bad. Well, no. The fact that uh, about 90% of people in school with were illiterate. But other than that, it would have worked out really well. Oh, we had a guy. What? Not Joe, this is, I am not exaggerating. I'm going to read a headline, and I'd love to give his name, but I, I think he's dead, so I don't think I want to do that. That's one thing that's really great, by the way. 
uh, I've been pointed out lately, 25 of the 30 kids I went to eighth grade with are dead. Wow. Isn't that amazing? Well, how did you find that out? Because I talked to the four other guys other than me that (laughs) are still alive. (laughs) They're like, well, yeah, there are four other guys right now that are still alive that uh, the rest of them are... They've rung down the curtain and joined the choir invisible, as they said on Monty Python. I can't remember. What the hell was I just talking about? I forgot what I was going to reference. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter at all. Oh, thanks. My own son. Well, yeah, good question. What the hell you were going to talk about? No, you were going to read a story. Oh, we were talking about Sears. You didn't want to name the guy because he was dead. But, but, But the Sears catalog thing... When, when Bezos did come along and put everything up on the internet, why Sears didn't crush him, I will never understand. Yeah. Why didn't they just go on the internet and go, okay, well, you can have Amazon, whatever? Because at first it was just books. Books, right? that's right. It was just books. So here's my brilliant uh, stock pick. This is brilliant. 1997. Brian, uh, I don't know if you know, Doug's brilliant. I okay. am brilliant. So brilliant. I looked at Amazon stock and I thought, yeah, it's. It's a little expensive right now. Yeah. But Barnes & Noble is now selling books online, and I think I'll buy that instead. <laughs> That's a shame. That'll do it. Did you see what Cristiano Ronaldo did? Mm-mm. Oh. He sat down to do a press conference. If you don't know who that is, Cristiano Ronaldo was a big shot soccer player. Yeah, he makes like $50 million a year oh, or something million crazy bucks a year, like that. Right. Yeah. He sits down to do a press conference. He does. He literally makes $50 yeah. million bucks a year. Yeah. <laughs> He sits down to do a press conference, and the camera's on him, and there are two bottles of Coca-Cola sitting in front of him. He picks them up, puts them underneath the desk, grabs a bottle of water, and goes, water. <laughs> Stock at Coke dropped $4 billion. Oh, wow. my God. And look it up, Andy. See if it's not true. $4 billion in like one hour. Wow. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, their stock's worth $256 billion. Yeah. So it's not a huge hit, but still, yeah. it's $4 billion. Do you own a company that's worth $256 billion? I don't no. know. No. How about $256? Some days. What do you got, Andy? $4 billion. It did. In how long a time? It was like an hour, they said this morning. Uh, let's so see. it's one day. I mean, it, had, it did that, definitely have one day, but they said it was literally a very brief period. Well, I mean, we have to mention that five, four or five billion dollars for Coke is one percent of their stock yeah. value. Yeah, that's what I was saying. But just yeah. how big they are. They're huge. So, I mean, you know, a one percent drop is really not that big of a deal. No, but it's still four billion dollars. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's still that um, stupid foreigner. I'm telling you, yeah, stupid foreign bastard. Although I like foreign coke. What day did that happen? Do you remember? It was yesterday, I think. Yeah, it just happened. I think it was just yesterday. But Mexican Coca-Cola, Coca-Cola Mexico is so much better than Coca-Cola in America. Yeah. Does Coke, does Coke sponsor him, Ronaldo? Or? I, they, I thought oh. because they were there sitting on the desk, they probably were a sponsor, but apparently not. No, they're just, uh, they have a deal with the soccer with association, soccer league. whatever the hell it is. We played a gig once with uh, <coughs> Leon, <coughs> Leon Redbone. And, uh, I love Leon yeah. Redbone. But it was, it was, a, it was sponsored by a, a tobacco company, Philip Morris or something, oh, yeah. you know, so they were going around. It was back when you could smoke in bars and passing out free smokes and all this stuff and they paid for the whole night i'm sure they paid for leon too he gets on stage he says i don't know who told you you could smoke those goddamn cigarettes but you can't so put them things out <laughs> <laughs> see that's how it should be just put it right to the right I to the people it. paying them yeah 
well, what the hell? They're paying the bill, but yeah. hey, I don't want to breathe your smoke. Yeah, in. true. What the hell? I, I hated it. With, with I hated Leon's it. voice, you, you would. I just assumed he smoked all. Yeah, time. right. He may sound like that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Doctor John, Leon, Redbone, all those guys. I love those guys. Yeah. I was in the right place, but it must have been the wrong time. I just love that. But I, uh, I remember the KQ Morning Show like 25 years ago or 30 years ago. They had banned smoking in all the bars in the state of Minnesota. Oh, yeah. And on April 1st, we announced, oh, they rescinded the law. You can go ahead and smoke in bars. <laughs> it's April Fool's Day, for Christ's sake. Figure it out. I guess people, guys were setting ashtrays out on all the tables. <laughs> they thought it was serious. Like, no. We're just kidding. Just you kidding. remember Moon's April 1st story? I love it. Funny Moon. but sad. Where's he Moon? Was a Moon D- was right there. Where the hell did he go? He was DJing oh, down in down uh, Houston. And announced an uh, uh, incoming snowstorm. In Houston. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. they were, there were oil uh, rig crews in the Gulf. They were evacuating them and all this sort of stuff. Sure. And the sad thing was a woman went to get her hanging plants off the oh, felt no. and paralyzed herself. Oh, oh no. Well, not, that didn't happen with the cigarette one. No. That's good. I'm glad <laughs> That's right. Nobody, that was really good. Died the cigarette one didn't go that way. It just makes you wonder how gullible people really are. Well, it was April 1st, for Christ's yeah. sake. How do you not realize it's April Fool's Day? <laughs> Get over it, you big baby. That's all I have to say. Joe, you still there? I'm here. What else you got, darn Pally? Oh, <laughs> Doug goes, darn it. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got for us, Joe? We're going to see you not in a, a whole couple lot. of months. We're going to see you in a few months. Are you coming to Nashville? Nope. What? Jesus, Palomino. <laughs> Why not? I got prior prior commitments. I understand prior I know commitments. What so it you're going to be committed? He's going, <laughs> going to an AA meeting. He doesn't want to hang out with a bunch of hammered KQ listeners in Nashville. Dry, I don't I know. Well, you're he the one of the few shoulder. in the crowd that doesn't. I'm the one in the crowd that doesn't, <laughs> as a matter of fact. We were talking about that a little bit this morning, about how I had some re- erratic behavior back in the days. I, I know it's hard I've to heard believe. The, heard those stories. What? <laughs> yeah. Um, there aren't any stories. You, We've all been there. Who was the guy that just died? Uh, Craig Kittleson. Oh, Craig Kittleson, yeah. yeah. He told me a couple stories about you. Was <laughs> limo driving. Oh, you mean when I hurled on myself? I <laughs> yeah. drank so much I vomited on my own shirt and had to throw it away. He mentioned that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I knew he did. <laughs> uh, he went, Matter of fact, he was going to write a book and put that in the book. He said, you okay? I said, I don't care. Go ahead and put it in there. Whatever. Yeah, it was a night. I was downtown. And I don't know why I ever agreed to it because I was never a liquor drinker. It was beer and wine. I just drank beer mm-hmm. and wine, right? I would have a rum and Coke once in a while, but not very often. But I, uh, they talked me into have, uh, drinking Yager. Oh, God. So now we're 15. Every person in the bar was a fan of the morning show, so I had to drink a Yager from every person who brought one. I got so sick, I thought I was going to die. Yeah. I literally thought, of, oh, about the combination God. of sugar and alcohol is just, yeah, it's it not good. makes you feel really bad. What were you saying, Joe? You made a comment there? I said, I'm surprised you didn't die. Yeah, honestly, I, seriously, I bet you I had. 8, 10, 12 shots of Yager. That's why the Germans lost the war, you know. Because of Yager. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A lot, yeah, a lot of people that. don't tell you that, but that's actually the truth. I, it was a beautiful Hawaiian shirt with big flowers <laughs> on it and everything. And it's in a ditch somewhere on 101, <laughs> just north of an I-94. Because I took it off and threw it away. Oh, my God, did I get sick. 
Uh, Craig's no longer with us, you know. No, I know. Yeah, he died. COVID, I think, got him. Oh, I, I didn't know it was COVID. I, that's what I heard because I thought we're it was Facebook telling stories friends. about me and. Because he's a radio, you know, he worked for KQ, but he's sure, also a yeah. car guy. That's how I got to know right, him. Right, right, exactly. And we were just messing and back and forth. And then two weeks later, and he died. He just died a couple Another weeks guy ago. that just happened. Do you know Doug Gussner by any chance? Yes. Yeah, brain Doug in, died? Brain aneurysm a week and a half ago. Oh, geez, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, he's, he's an audio guy. He worked at. Uh, yeah, and a car guy. That's and how a I car got guy, to yeah. Know. Yeah. Doug Gustner died. That's yeah. stupid. God, I haven't seen Doug in years. I was like Doug. Me too. Just crabbier than hell. Oh, he's always crabby. Yeah, that's, that's why really I got smart and so a well. great sense of humor. Yeah, he used to live over just off of Xerxes and like 44th, something like that. Yeah, I think he there. lived out in Minnetonka oh, did he when he passed away at a place. Well, he worked at pretty close to. What was the name of that dealership there right by Jim Lupient on Highway? What was Highway 12 at the time? Yeah, he well, he, he worked for Maury's for a long time. The hell and then was he the worked for car? us for a couple of years. It started with an S. It's not Subaru. What's the other? Oh, Saturn. Saturn. Yeah, yeah he sold Saturns yep. for a while. I do remember that. Yeah, he and all the Saturn guys, like Skip Indeed. Katie and stuff. And Skip anyway. Katie. Well, I'm sorry to hear that Doug Gustner died. Nobody told me. Thanks for telling me that, son. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you now. He's a very... Well, you could I, probably still send money. I don't think that there's any statute of limitation. Yeah, I could send back my pros and but cost pro four double A's. There you I go. Bought, <laughs> I bought about crushers. five bears from him. Yeah, those things would always develop an oil leak. You uh, yeah, that? Oh, yeah. They would I leak mean, oil. I have two pairs at home. I was like, what the hell? Have, have you ever been ensconced in those torture devices, the 70s? They're Precaution. sort of like olive Pro green. Pro yeah, they're olive green. Yeah. Headphones with a curl. Oh, and they yeah. sound great. We had but, those in the library. Yeah. But, yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. After 45 minutes, you feel like you're being tortured. Yeah. We had Lastman in here, what, a couple of months ago. Yeah, and he whips a pair out to plug them in and say, <laughs> oh, yeah. John, no wonder you're deaf. <laughs> But yeah, you would all send me talking. My dad used to have a pair of those. Oh yeah, well your dad. What was your dad's nickname again? Out on the side. What is it? Feedback Frank. Feedback Frank. That's right. Feedback Frank. Your dad. You'll get a kick out of this. This is a great story, Brian. Dan Murphy is my stepbrother. Guy that started Soul Asylum, and and we reconnected a little while ago, and I had him on the podcast, and we started talking about all the clubs back late 70s, early 80s, and we started talking about Duffy's. And he goes, yeah, there was a guy in there, and this room always sounded terrible because there was a big dome on top of it and terrible feedback, and the the audio engineer, everybody called him Feedback Frank. Well, Joe calls in. It was his father. (laughs) (laughs) Father Feedback Frank. I love it, man. Joe, we got to go to commercial, pal. Have a great day, and I wish you were coming to Vegas. I mean, not Vegas, but uh, Nashville, man. The other one. The other one. One of these days, I'll show up. All right, man. Thanks for calling in today. Thank you. Good day. We'll be right back. Brian Layton is going to tell us what's going on right after this. As you know, my friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. Well, he didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Now Mike has done it again by introducing his new My Slippers. Mike has taken over two years to develop. The My Slippers are designed to wear indoor and outdoor all day long. Made with my pillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue and made with quality leather suede. For a limited time, Mike is offering 40% off his new My Slippers. The My Slippers are so comfortable, you'll want to get some for the whole family, which is what we did. Call 1 800 516 5146 or use promo code TOM, of course. 1 800 516 5146. Use promo code TOM or go to mypillow.com. Click on the radio listener square and use promo code TOM. You'll also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including 
The Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Call 1-800-516-5146. Use promo code TOM. Dan Chesky is here from Dan Southside Marine to talk boats in February. 2021 is all about boat inventory or the lack thereof. Dan's has what you're looking for in the color and model you want. So get in and take advantage of the factory incentives and discounts February offers. Why should our listeners shop for a fishing boat at Dan's Southside Marine? We have the latest models on display, like the new Revolution. It features rotational seating from Premier Marine and the new Lumacraft FSX crossover fishing ski. Both are getting tons of attention and grabbing sales from the competition. Dan's Southside Marine is packed with pontoons from Avalon, Berkshire, and Premier with all the rebates and incentives we mentioned at the top. Get the family out this weekend and come see these amazing pontoons. And be sure to ask about custom-rigged Alumacraft fishing boats this weekend at Dan's Southside Marine during our February open house. Dan's Southside Marine, six blocks west of 35W on 98th Street in Bloomington. Shop online at danssouthsidemarine.com. What's more important than reliable plumbing? Having someone you can rely on in case it ever needs attention. Hi, Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Look, you don't want to mess around with leaks or shoddy installation or repair when it comes to plumbing. Sabre is the largest installer of Moen fixtures and Ream water heaters in Minnesota. They're dependable pros who get the job done right. So when plumbing happens, call Sabre or visit SabreHeating.com. We are back. Several years ago, I got a call from a bunch of Minneapolis cops, friends of mine. Uh, they were going to have a benefit at the Metrodome for uh, uh, one of their own who got injured in a car fire, I remember. He was driving. I, he, either he was driving or his wife was driving. I, it might have been that his wife was driving because he went back into a burning van to get her out of the van. I don't even know. He's probably... I had heard that he was no longer with us, I, you know, and he was so severely burned. Ugh. I don't know how he did it, but uh, uh, yeah, I'm running all these people on there, and I, I meet this young guy. He's in a band called GB Layton. Remember that? Yeah. How many years ago was that? That was a lot. Uh, my cousin just joined the St. Paul Force at that time. I remember. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, well, so your dad's a cop, right? Yeah, retired. Uh, yeah. I thought so, yeah, Minneapolis. Yeah. Minneapolis cop, baby. Yeah. Could be better than that. Yeah. Yeah, he has lots of stories, that's for sure. I yeah. love this one. So we go to dinner last week at a place called Blue Birch in Minnetonka. It's right where Minnetonka, Hopkins, and Edina come together at 169 and 62 there. Snob Town? No, no, no. It's right by, <laughs> no, not Snob Town. You blow it out your ass, Snob Town. Anyway, we're eating dinner. This young woman just phenomenal, busting her ass, and just doing a great job. The food was terrific. It was a really nice time. So I give her the credit card to pay the bill. And she goes, I thought that was you. <laughs> I said, well, nice to see you. How are you doing? She goes, I'm Tony Miranda's granddaughter. Tony Miranda. I've known Tony Miranda for about 35 years, man. Wow. Minneapolis cop was around forever. God, I used to have fun with the, hanging with those guys. Except for, you know, a couple of them. You got uh, John Locke would come over to my house uh, when I lived out in Dayton to watch a little Viking football, and every time they wanted to go outside and shoot his gun up oh, into the air. Well, I lived at a farm. So <laughs> yeah, it, was yeah, so, yeah. it was okay to do, but I'm like... Chances are slim. Chances are slim. The ball come back down right to the top of my head. <laughs> yeah. 
No, that but that was so great. Tony Miranda. I, I don't know if you know Tony. I or don't. Not, but, no. Oh God, <clears throat> my dad probably does. Oh, your dad definitely knows Tony yeah. Miranda. There's no doubt about it. But see, I love the Minneapolis cops and the rest. But and you said your your brother's a cop now. No, right? my uh, well, my dad's two. Of my dad's nephews became two. Of your dad's nephews okay. became cops. Yeah, one for Minneapolis, one for St. Paul, and now. Ooh. The, the the one Minneapolis, he just retired, and his son became a Minneapolis now. That's phenomenal. Yeah, so it really runs in the family, kind of. Well, we love cops. I, I, you know, I've taken some criticism over the years, too. Oh, you like the cops. Look, oh, man. yeah, I have to. I, I get emails, too, from people. <laughs> Do you like, really? Yeah. You're, you're, oh, you're supporting them now, you know. And it's like, well, yeah. There's, My there's dad. Bad, there's bad people in <laughs> every course. group, you know. I mean. Of course. God, it's just, yeah. I told this story, and a very, very quick version of that story is when uh, my friend got back from Vietnam, Roy Matson, who, unfortunately, another guy's dead. They're all, everybody's dead. The sunshine today. Well, I'm just telling you, everybody knows he's dead now. What the hell? Over you. You're not. But anyway, Roy gets back from Vietnam. He was a a mini gunner on a uh, Cobra, or was it the Cobra or the other helicopter? Apache. Mini guns, though. You just flip the button and about 2,000 rounds per second come blasting out of it. So he gets back from, a, I think he did two tours in Vietnam, actually. So we're getting a little wild one night. I'm, he's like 22, I'm 19 or 20, something like that. It's 4.30 in the morning, sun's coming up in the summertime. We're just raising hell. On 26th and Queen in North Minneapolis, all of a sudden this cop pulls over and goes, what are you boys doing? And Roy, who had just gotten back from Vietnam, said, none of your goddamn business. That was not the right thing to say. So there are these little alcoves at St. Anne's Church where I went to school back in the day. Uh, They bring him into one alcove and me in the other. And I hear this kind of tussling going on. I can't see anything, but I hear a lot of tussling going on. He goes, Tom, we could charge you with lurking and beat the piss out of you, or you could cooperate. And I said, well, let me think this one over. <laughs> but I got, I will never forget the break they gave me, because the guy had every right after what you know Roy said to him and all the rest of it, not to him, but his buddy, to just start kicking my ass, but he didn't do it. He said, I'll give you it, man. He said, just admit you shouldn't have been doing this, kind of wandering around in the middle of the night. You didn't do anything wrong, but we could get you for lurking. So I said, well, and I'll never forget that. I'll never forget the cop just gave me a break, and I love cops. Always have. Always will. Yeah. I, I, I'm the same. I, I've gone on ride-alongs, you know, with them. It's it's an incredible, dangerous job. Incredibly oh, dangerous. And, uh, yeah, I, 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 don't, uh, I don't envy anyone in that position. Having to make uh, critical uh, decisions in, in yeah. split seconds is, uh, yeah, it's it's nuts. Did you ever meet a Minneapolis cop named Sergeant Ugly? No. I won't even give you his real name. He, he called himself Sergeant oh, yeah. Ugly. And he wasn't ugly. He just called himself Sergeant <laughs> Ugly, right? He, call, he, he comes up. We were over at Maeslax. So a lot of cops used to hang out at Maeslax back in the day. Uh, the bar also, Laura's, what, 1029 was a big cop bar, too. I remember we used to go to the cop bars. And we're just kind of hanging out, having a good time, you know. And they tell her stories and all the rest of it. No, I just forgot what the hell I was going to say. Cause You're talking about you hanging your, out drinking you with cops. You and damn messages you get on. Nobody likes you. I know. Pretend you weird. get real messages. They're all fake messages. Who the hell was I just talking about now? Oh, drinking Sergeant Ugly. Yeah. yeah. He said, you got to hear this story, Tom. Man, I've been waiting because I walk in the bar and he runs over. He goes, you got to hear this. I said, okay, what's up? 
get a call about a block from one of your houses you grew up in over in Minneapolis. There's been a murder. And I'm like, oh, okay. So he says, I go over there. And we get there, and a bunch of people are sitting around in the living room. I said, okay, all of you people, get the hell out of here. They said, what? He goes, he can't be in here, blah, blah, blah. So everybody leaves except for one guy, and he's just sitting there staring at me. So I go, get the hell out of here. I said, Sarge, uh, the bullet went through his mouth and came out the back of his head. He's dead. He goes, okay, then you can stay. (laughs) (laughs) I guess the guy sitting on the couch like, Oh my gosh. Right in his mouth and came out the back of his head. Like, woo! That probably wouldn't feel too good, you think? I don't think it would feel good at all. So, what did you do as a cop? What did your dad think of you becoming a musician? Um, well, he didn't, had absolutely nothing, you know, n- no knowledge about that. Or, oh. you know, <laughs> well, or, or, or no, I mean, as to what to do to, to be a musician, you know? I yeah, mean, that's true. When I was starting, you know, now they have these music techs, they're kind of a college for, for musicians to go and learn. Oh, I didn't you know, know that. Yeah, sure. They have really? yeah, these kind of these tech schools you can go to and learn how to uh, record and, you know, do lots of different uh, aspects within music, write, uh, produce, um, whatever. So, um, you know, kind of, it just took my first, uh, the first agent that I had that kind of came over and listened to my band play in our basement, you know, and, and mm-hmm. said, ah, to my parents, I, I can, I could book your kid, you know. I, How long ago was that? Uh, 32 years ago. About. Jesus. Yeah. We're, Crazy. We're aging. I know. I thought you were about 35 now. See? <laughs> I feel it. I feel 35. I feel 35. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's uh, and you. How how old were you when you had your first band? Oh God, we were just terrible. Probably fourteen, I think. I was in I my first ask band. You if we were terrible. Or not. Well, everybody's terrible yeah. at fourteen. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I got my first band when I was eleven. We were you were as awesome. good as the Beatles. Yeah, I'm sure you were. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm oh, sure God. you were. Yeah, oh, Dave so. Grohl says, you know, get together, get together with your friends, make noise. You're, you'll be shitty. You'll sound like crap, yeah, but that's just keep. True. Keep doing it, and that's what you do. Yep. Yeah, no doubt about it. Now, Brian, you got how many? Uh, how, how many albums have you done? Well, nine studio nine albums. Nine studio albums. And yeah. I have fourteen with live albums. And you have a new one. Correct? New one, brand new. Yeah, studio I want to hear album. about it. I want to hear all about it. What's the deal? Uh, it's called Believe. Um, that you, can you show him the picture? Sure. Yeah. This is Andy. Have you seen the picture? No. The Believe picture? I don't think so. Brian has got a picture. You aren't even going to believe this. And if you can't see it, you're blind. I will that. <laughs> okay. It's really cool. I took it of a sunset. But when I went up. Oh, wow. Isn't that weird? I looked at that and went, what is yeah, that? I know. What, I, I what still is it? it? <laughs> I go to Isla Maharas and off the coast of Cancun every year, and sometimes when the sun goes down, that, I, that's what I thought it was at first. I said, that looks like Cancun. <laughs> and you want to see this? Sure. Look at this. What oh, would have yeah. done What would have done that? And, I don't know. I know. And, it, and, and a reflection, so you think, how do you get a reflection of seven letters in the right order to yeah. form a word believe yeah. that? It's really and right on the on the horizon. Yeah, too. right on the horizon. Right on the horizon. I, I, God, yeah, I'm still trying to figure out you know, a little bit what to do <laughs> yeah. with that because I you know uh, yeah. I I it answered a lot of questions I was ans- asking that that time you know about yeah, uh, sure. my life and stuff with COVID right. going on and, yep. and I was answered and now I'm like okay uh, what do I do with that now yeah. you know what um, so yeah I I I. Uh, I just want to go around and share that, you know, and, and I think yeah, it's, it's, it's magical. Wonderful. And uh, the way I 
have kind of started, uh, you know, living my life after that happened. Uh, I'm trying to spread that too. I mean, just, you know, manifesting what you kind of want in your life, uh, seeing it and picturing it and watching it happen. And it's kind of incredible. I just love the fact that it doesn't tell you what to believe in, just believe. Believe. Which I think is really cool. Well, you believe. Yeah. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah, it is wonderful. It's amazing. And I just. You know, it's not like deteriorate. Remember deteriorata? Oh, yeah. On National Lampoon? At the very end, give up. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot. Believe is a lot better than give up. Yeah, right. Really right. Go down uh, next year and it'll say, go <laughs> away. Go all about Get that. Out. The universe is laughing at you behind your back. Behind your one back. Of <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the greatest things about deteriorata. I actually have that record. I, I, I used I, to. I have the vinyl. Do you really? Yep, never get rid of it. Oh, my God. National Lampoon funny. Radio uh, Breakfast. We can't say the name of the one track by uh, Joan oh, Baez. God, brilliant. <clears throat> can't really say the name of that one, but... it that was That's Christopher Guest. Pull the Tree Grows was the name of the song. <laughs> yeah, Pull Only the Tree Grows, Negroes were with you all the way just across the bay, but they don't say that. Oh. The, they don't <laughs> they sing the word tree. They say trigger. That's in other words. Great send-up <laughs> Whoa. Liberal white people trying to stand in solidarity <laughs> and the class power movement of the 60s. I'm like, God, you guys are brutal. One of the funniest things. And then what the hell did they play on the tuba again? There was a tuba song on it. Oh, it was Dueling Tubas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they had Dueling Tubas on it. It was very, very And funny. then he did the Lennon send-up, Genius's Pain. <laughs> I forget <laughs> you. And then he starts yelling at the very end of it. He's in agony. It is wonderful. <laughs> Lane yeah. wants to know why you didn't step up for a guitar solo when Brian was playing Laura's birthday party. Why would I do that? It was oh, his gig. Because Lane oh, show. you're a pro guitarist. Great. Just tell me. <laughs> Every guitarist You can, you can make me the ass if you want. No, but. No. <laughs> it was Brian's fault. Yes. He wouldn't let me. He, he heard, and, then, and, and then he hurt my feet and he said, you suck. <laughs> Look, Doug, it says, don't believe on right. the horizon. <laughs> right. <laughs> I just think, getting back to that, because I was over, because I went, yeah, I'm sure, you know, maybe you can somehow cipher it or what. But it clearly says believe. Yeah. I mean, you can't deny now, it where, says where believe. Where did you take that, Brian? Where, where In Mazatlan. It was in Mexico. Yeah, uh, it was in February. I got the time, 5.59. And I had pictures, I, I had pictures that from people that took of the sunset that night just to send to me. And there's a couple other ones that that look uh, similar to it, but uh, are, are very kind of different, but it's just weird looking. And that that those pictures were three minutes before I took mine. Before the belief. Yeah. And I just snapped it, and I didn't see it until I got home. So you, know? you didn't see it until you saw the no, picture? did not That's see cool. it. Though. Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah. Andy, what's the Spanish word for believe? You need a new phone, uh, dude. I know. Yeah. Are you going to go Cover. blind reading that? <laughs> <laughs> Looks like a fly eye. <laughs> I know. I have to go get one. It is, uh, well, I don't know what the religious version of believe would be, though. Was well, there a religious version? There's creer, which is to believe or to think. But I don't know if that's creer. the same word that they use. I do love the fact that... Anyone who speaks Spanish and is Catholic, which is... Pretty much I'd anyone who speaks Spanish. Spanish. Yeah. How would you say I believe in God or whatever? How would you say I believe in God? Text us at five six one two two eight forty sixty one. There we go. Now we're we're good to there go. There you go. Boy, look at the lines light up. Why do you think it is that all 
particularly American white men, just put an O at the end of every English word and think it's all Spanish. <laughs> Stop O. Yeah. Not. Well, yeah. and, and it's the same reason that when we're talking to somebody that doesn't speak English, we just talk louder and slower. <laughs> yeah, we do. I'm looking for the cellophane. <laughs> Where is the cellophane? <laughs> I was in the the uh, Byerly's at the time, it's a Lund's Byerly's now over in Golden Valley right there on Golden Valley Road. And I'm in there and there's a Spanish woman in there and she's looking for something. And she keeps going, everybody going, a key, a key. This means where, where would I find this right? And she goes up to this one guy, he might have been an urban gentleman. She goes up and goes, a key, a key. And he goes, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> He had wow. no idea what the hell she was saying. <laughs> it was terrific. But in any case, so, okay, now how long ago did Believe happen? Uh, it was February of, of this year. Oh, it was February of this year? Yeah. Okay, so you're inspired by that, thinking, yeah. hey, you know. Well, I had already written the album and right. pretty much recorded it, uh, and we were kind of finishing it up, and I was going to call it something else, but then that happened, and I called yeah. it uh, Believe. And, uh, um, yeah, so... It's kind of nice I, I, to have a uh, a new pro- a fresh product coming back from the year off of COVID. You know, it's, it's start up again with a, something new is, is nice. But has anybody ever had an opinion on why that happened? Is, is there like a religious leader or a, you know? I have not talked to enough people to uh, you know. I, I would I would I I don't know. No one has. No, I, I you know I haven't talked to enough people. Um, I would like to. Yeah. talk to someone you know uh me myself i i have my own personal feeling uh you know i of of talking to a friend that i was talking to that had passed you know um, yeah yeah and and i believe you know energy is out there with with all of us i i believe that when you know we we pass i just can't I can't imagine shutting my eyes and shutting it off you know you can't right. you, yeah death like you just can't you you, you, you feel like no, this has got to go somewhere else. Right. If this body no, no, fails. I understand. Yeah. I understand. yeah. And so, um, you know, I I like to have conversations in my head sometimes with people that have passed, and, and, and I don't hear voices. I don't see them. I yeah. just have an understanding as I maybe understand what that. they would say to me or how I would talk to them. And to who knows if they really hear, who knows if I really am hearing them. I don't know. Yeah, but, know. you know, when I, when I ask questions and all of a sudden, wow, you get an answer, it's like, Okay, what do I do with this stuff? <laughs> I know what I'm going to do with it. It's kind of like, yeah, my dog yeah. used to chase minnows, and then he finally caught one, and he looked at me and didn't know what the hell to do with it. <laughs> that so he let it go and started chasing him again. <laughs> I just think it's terrific because you were looking for something, and there it was. There it was. That's so interesting to yeah. me why that happened. I know. It's, 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 an, it's amazing. I have no idea. I, um, I, I just have to, uh, I have to spread it around. I think, you know... Uh, I, so many people are angry right now, you know, oh, God, and, and it's yes. just this world is just so, so angry. And I, I wish, uh, I, you know, if I can bring a little uh, peace with with uh, with that or, or help yeah. people with that, saying that, you know, that it really does help. Uh, I don't know. Um, it's just it's just tough right out there right now, you know, and and and. I don't think that when we were in COVID and stuff, Facebook and all that didn't help. You know, it was just people talking and oh God, saying no, the right. word hate all the yep, time. And, yep. and, you know, 
uh, it was just it was, I, it was something I just uh, I had to shut off. You know, it was just it was too negative all the time. For it's me. so interesting you bring that up because I literally had to have a talk with everybody at the radio station, and not this. It doesn't happen much here, <clears throat> but I literally told them. If you show up in a bad mood, I'm not turning your mic on. Yeah. I'm not doing it anymore. These people are looking to us to get a laugh, get some information, maybe learn a couple of things about what's going on in the news. But they really want to be entertained and they want to laugh. Yeah. So if you're going to come in and be in a horseshit mood, you're going to have to go home. Right. We can't do it. Same thing you're looking at. It's like there's so much negativity now. we gotta, we got to move on. Right. It's so easy. It's so easy for people to get in that negative zone and then just keep seeing it and living it and keep saying to yourself, oh, this sucks. Oh, this sucks. You got to turn that around. One day you got to wake up and say, oh, this is a beautiful day. This is going to be a great day. Just say that once in the morning and see what happens instead of going, oh, damn it. I got to go to work. I hate this. I hate this. That is the stuff that... We'll start generating if you generate that, you know. you you got to start yep. generating the positive, and, and everybody has to start doing that and realizing, you know, we're, we're God, we're just, we're one species, you know. We're, we're a human species that, that we, then we kill each other. And I just, I, you know, that's just I know. crazy. Just opening fire on people yeah. willy-nilly in the street. Yeah. Boy, it, that's getting crazy. It, it really, really is. It really is. I've lived in cities my whole life, and there's yeah. always some level of violence It just happens when there's so many people together right boy it just it seems so much worse today yeah i don't know you just you don't see a lot of other species out there i mean we're human obviously but you know attacking each other um you you, i don't know you cut one per you cut you cut a guy open in korea and you cut a guy open in uh hawaii and our organs are in the exact same spots and doctors know exactly what to do with us if if something we're a species you know we're all the same and it's just bugging me that we uh, that we're having all this angst against each other right now. We have to turn it around. If you get a chance, look up I, and maybe you know this already, but Muhammad Ali uh, refused to serve in Vietnam mm-hmm. and wound up in prison for what two years. I and got you, nothing against no Viet Cong. Well, yeah, you read his statement; it's, it's exactly yeah. what you said, and it's like this, this guy yeah. gets it. Yeah, well, he did. I always loved him. I, I thought. You know, it's so, so funny because we're talking about, you know, what white racism in America and blah, blah, blah. When I was a kid, I didn't even know it, but my heroes were, were black. There was Martin Luther King, Muhammad Ali, Jimi Hendrix. I mean, I didn't even pay Jimmy attention. Jimi Hendrix was a Martian. He's not black. He's, <laughs> yeah. just, he's too superhuman talent. He's just, too just, talented to be not, a human. That's not, he's not a human being. But it was, seriously, across the board, you know, Curtis Mayfield, all these wonderful Marvin Gaye. I talk about the fact that the year that I turned 19, uh, What's Going On came out. And you do, I hope, understand what you do for people when you play music. Because like, for a guy like me, that album saved me. I, honest God, I was like, because the Vietnam War had just gotten over, Martin Luther King had just been killed in 68, the album came out in 69 or 70. I think it came out in 70, actually. I think it was 70. I think it was 1970. And I listen to that album, and it's like, man, this. I would listen to it over and over, like, what's going on, all these great songs. What you guys do for people, I mean, Doug, you played in a band for your whole life, too. It really does help people to listen to you guys play music. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, it does. And, you know, uh, I'm fortunate, you know, to be able to yeah. do that. And, I, yeah, I, you know, I, I, I uh, try and say I... I I get to go to work instead of I have to go to work. I agree. You know? um, I worked with a bass player, and he said, I play for free. You just pay me to set up and yeah, tear right. down. Yeah, right. <laughs> <you go. laughs> yeah, there that's you go. A, that's about that's it. That's the only part that's that sucks. Wonderful. Yeah, yeah. 
I have a question. Yeah. Do you have a little more time today? Sure. Do you mind talking about cars? Yeah, you can be. I was just going to say. Car selling secrets. Yeah. Can, do you have another hour? Sure. We'd love to have you on Car right. Selling Secrets. It'd be great. See, we don't need you, Tom Ryan, you big baby. <laughs> Sugar did all the way. Why don't we take a break here for a few minutes, come back. Our yeah. special guest on Car Selling Secrets, Doug. Which is going to be just exactly kind of what we were just talking about. We talk about cars for about two minutes, and, and then, then we talk about wide open. All right. how the world should actually be going down. Yeah, yeah right. That's on. it. We'll take a few minute break. Be right back. Brian Layton will join us for Car Selling Secrets with Dougie.